Well, uh, hello everybody. It's uh, Wes, Hank, and Andy, and uh, we are back once again. As I'm trying to chat <laughs> live. <laughs> like, oh wait, I got to talk now. Uh, we're back with uh, part six of our uh, Road to Ahsoka review series, where we have been taking a look at the uh, character development of fan favorite character Ahsoka Tano through the lens of the essential Ahsoka Tano playlist on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. uh, tonight we're going back all the way back to the beginning uh as i said in my uh my opener every legend has an origin it does <laughs> we're going to be touching on the uh the three episodes uh for the tales of the jedi episodes that focus on uh, ahsoka tano we just covered those uh, pretty recently actually really recently yes yeah so um I, I think it's safe to cover them a little bit more well i actually i and, and i think i actually wrote the same episode as i did uh, yeah that show as i did yeah. when we covered yeah, it the first time but there are things that i saw this time that i'm like wait a minute we just we totally omitted mm -hmm. or didn't really talk about it so i'm kind of excited to talk about some of the things that we maybe didn't uh uh see dial in yeah the first time around however <laughs> it's funny this weekend they're airing the uh complete skywalker saga on showcase on showcase yeah nice and watching revenge of the sith yeah you would never know ahsoka existed watching it with commercials even yeah yeah it's uh and without all the clone wars and rebels and mandalorian and stuff it's true it's like she know. doesn't exist I, I, it, it um, for so many people in the fandom that's the case too because just because they're animated yeah. people like write them off a lot there yeah. are i i encounter that a lot there are a lot of like fans who consider themselves like serious fans like we do and take it very seriously and know yep a ton about the pro properties um that just are like nope <laughs> in my head none of that stuff counts i'm like man it doesn't exist yeah. wow i just don't understand it because we were sitting there watching revenge of the sith last night and i'm looking at jen i'm like you know what this movie is so much richer when you include all oh, the yeah. other stuff around it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she's like well, what do you mean i'm like well the last four episodes of the clone wars tied directly in yeah, exactly. And if you watch that, uh, there's that fan edit. Yes, uh, mm. that stitches everything together. It, it does. It adds a whole new. It does layer. add something. It changes yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really does. Now, before we get to the the breakdowns that we're all here for tonight, is it time? I think it's time to uh, unlock the vault here and uh, listen to you, another one of those bad that? Star Wars jokes. What was that, Hank? So what do you feed that guy? <laughs> Enough to keep him going. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, did you know? Did you know that Yoda had uh, a side gig at a bakery early on in his life? I did not. <laughs> yeah, one day a kid came in and he ordered a pie. And all Yoda could muster was dough or donut. There is no pie. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. It goes from bad to dad, just oh. like <laughs> on a dime. Mm. This has been another installment of Bad Star Wars Jokes. <laughs> All right. Come and hang out with us on Tuesday night when uh, we sit down and we do Random Fandom Tuesday. I'm going to introduce a new segment this week. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you guys will both be here to. Uh, uh, both be here to take part in that because I think it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> and if nobody else thinks so, I do. Nice. <laughs> All right, then. 
Uh, all right, let's get this thing going. Uh, it is the road to Ahsoka, uh, part six. It's got a change six our... leg of the tour. I know, I know. Where's our presentation mode? Wow, this is taking forever just, to load. I was saying that is to it, it... Lauren today. Um, there we go. Basically, uh, this will be our longest review series ever pack you know like the road to ahsoka is eight weeks and then we're gonna do eight weeks of actual ahsoka yeah and of actual be, ahsoka right <laughs> so it's it's you know that's and the, and that's the kind of character she is she's worth going let's like let's do eight weeks of uh yeah, absolutely of rushing up on absolutely. her because we'd always said we'd like to go back and maybe do some rebels and i don't know but uh, i'm looking forward to uh season five oh mm. i yeah Big time. I can't wait till we start to do those Rebels yeah. episodes next Man's week. Himself. I know we've been joking about that for so long, but I mean, now other entertainment outlets are picking up on that and they are now referring to it as Real Rebels season five. Yeah. Because <laughs> what else could it be? Exactly. All right. As I said uh, earlier, every legend has an origin. I'm going to kick us off tonight with uh, my episode. It is uh, Tales of the Jedi, episode one. It's called Life and Death. This one is written by uh, Dave Filoni and it originally aired October 26th, 2022. So it's not even been, uh, not even a year no. uh, mm-hmm. since we, well, eight months since we've uh, covered the seven or eight months. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the official description reads, a child goes through a rite of passage with unexpected results all right the uh, episode opens uh in a small village on the uh, togruta homeworld of shili where a child is born in the middle of the night all of the villagers gather around the parents house to welcome the new baby and her name is Ahsoka. we get our title cards which are kind of weird they're in a, in a weird place for this one um, a cool little uh, uh, burnished uh, uh, coppery gold mm. thing. I don't know how you uh, the bronze that. age, maybe. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And then we skip ahead. It's a year later, and uh, Ahsoka's mother, Pav T, uh, takes her baby out on her first hunting trip. On the way out of the village, they meet with uh, village elder Gantika, who anoints their foreheads with a blue dye. Good luck. Now, um, I don't know why, don't know why, or don't know how we didn't talk about this, uh, the last time around, but I could not help but notice, uh, the similarities in the animation models. Uh, now there's, uh, Clone Wars, uh, season seven, Ahsoka, uh, bookmarked with her, uh, rebels look and there in the middle is her mom, Pav T hmm. and, uh, how much the, uh, if you blended those two animation models together, that, that she looks like her mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally Absolutely. glossed over that the last time we looked at this. Never even really paid attention to it. I actually thought that maybe some of her uh, facial markings, the white markings, would have come from a blend of her parents. They do not. <laughs> they are completely unique to her. There's no, there's no lineage in her markings. They just develop along the course of growth. Which may have been a missed opportunity. I don't know. I guess it depends on how you feel about that kind of stuff. But as far as I'm concerned, Ahsoka looks just like her mom. All right. Um, where are we going here? As Ahsoka and her mom walk down a forested trail, Pavti imparts some uh, Togrutan cultural wisdom to her daughter. She tells her that everywhere there is life and uh, to value and honor it before stopping to indulge in some play by kicking the spores off of some very large purple flowers. 
But the reverie is interrupted by the braying of a few kaibuck grazing nearby in a meadow. While shooting one of the kaibuck, uh, Pavti approaches the wounded animal and imparts another cultural lesson. as She tells Ahsoka that uh, she must face death and not fear it. Then, taking out her knife, she dispatches the animal with a ritualistic chant. As uh, Pavti works to secure the kaibuck so she can carry it back to the village, uh, a large uh, rakshir saber-toothed cat has quietly stalked the kill for itself. I was really trying to pay attention to this scene, and I was like, is the cat stalking the animal that's all the wounded animal or them? Maybe all three. I would think opportunistically speaking, it's going for the the easy meal, hmm. the kaibuck. Yeah. I don't know why. But at the same it. time, if it can take all three, it will. I would think so as well. Yeah, yeah I would think so. Like dispatch would, the big one and then. Throw He-Man to rein him in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cringer is on the prowl. Cringer is on the prowl. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, 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 there's no denying the similarities between. Oh, it's a beautiful two. nod. I, I think mean, beautiful. we did we did kind of make fun of it on the last time we did. Yeah. this. <laughs> looks a lot like the, uh, ironically enough, like the kids uh, CGI He Man version. Yeah, mm-hmm. the which Netflix second series. I kind of think it's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Well, Ahsoka, having noticed the cat, alerts her mom to the rock shear. Uh, then uh, Pavti and the cat square off. It's a fight for her life, and ultimately one that Pavti wins with the help of other villagers who arrive armed with blasters. But the victory comes with a heavy cost as the saber-toothed cat has escaped with baby Ahsoka in its mouth. Taking the baby back to its cave, the rock shear drops Ahsoka onto the floor before it circles around to lick its wounds. When Ahsoka sneezes... (laughs) The saber-tooth bears its teeth and roars at her, and then it gets up and slinks towards the infant, ready to make a meal out of her. Looming over Ahsoka, the rock shear lowers its head, ready to consume her. But before it can open its mouth, Ahsoka's little hand reaches up and touches the beast on its nose. And in that moment, we are reminded of the lesson imparted to Luke Skywalker at Ben Kenobi's house. The Force is what gives a Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things surrounds us and penetrates us it binds the galaxy together and while i couldn't find a uh, any canonical uh, references uh, for how young a force sensitive child might be when they're identified by the jedi it's important to remember that ahsoka is just one year old in this yeah. in this scene hmm. by comparison uh, the youngest human youngling that we see in attack of the clones is identified as being four so somewhere between one and four, um, I would say at a year old, like are all Jedi uh, potential kids? They, they like, would start, they would like start showing, start displaying force ability this young. On, yeah. Cause that's impressive. We don't, that's one thing in star Wars that we don't actually see a whole lot of. Is that, now, like, maybe the high Republic is, is looking at that a little bit more, but certainly not anything we've seen up until now. Well, doesn't she say, you know, he's always been ahead of his self and in accordance to Anakin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't see any of that, though, except no. for the pod race. Um, in If we accept that Anakin Skywalker is the only human that can do it. Yeah. It's probably quite innate at that age, too, before they unlearn stuff, you know. Like, Absolutely. Even, even Ahsoka talks about Grogu not being able to wield the Force after lack of just simple practice. Not, not through anything else, but it's like working a muscle, right? Yeah. So a baby would have, you know, it would be fresh, un, 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 unhindered. 
So you would get pure force abilities, I, I would think, like that. I, I would think so really as well. Pure. Yeah. One of the other things that comes through in this scene for me, and it didn't it didn't come through the first time around, was, uh, and of course it's fresh in our minds because we've been reviewing uh, the whole series, but um, there there is a mention of a uh, from Anakin Skywalker about how fearless, you know, how well do you know your student? Well, she's absolutely fearless. This might just be the yeah. most the most early example of that. And I say that this is what I would describe as an unnatural reaction, especially after witnessing her mom in a fight to the, like, this is a live or die moment. Yeah. This kid should be afraid. She should be afraid of this. I mean, the lesson there might be, and I, she, again, she's super young. We're putting a lot of human, uh, the way we, uh, learn things on her, right. On a, on an alien cartoon character but but it's true that is true um what she did see her mom was act fearlessly because she stood her ground against a like a that's true as well beast so that is true as well the, there's the flip side of that coin that might be the lesson she took from that no fear yeah i guess to follow up on this uh to stick with this for a minute is it's not the first time we've seen uh, a display of the force uh in conjunction with animals mm-hmm. uh we've we saw an attack in attack of the clones with anakin uh calming the reek so that he could ride it uh we've also seen it uh many times over in star wars rebels with ezra bridger and virtually every animal he's ever come in contact with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh we see it again obviously with Gro- uh, grogu and uh the rancor and like it or not uh even ray and the Avexus snake in the rise of Skywalker. They and, they've uh, all had this. Not saying yeah. anything, but play survivor. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought it. I just bought it today. I'm actually going to play it. I can't wait to talk to you <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So definitely uh, within the scope of a Jedi. What's interesting here though, is that of all of the examples that we're looking at, Ahsoka is the only untrained uh, uh, a variation of this arguably Ezra as well. He always had some kind of weird connection with animals. Um, but at a year old, you can't tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> so is doing that with any sort of like, well, she has one line from her yeah. mother, right? Yeah. Stare death in the face and do not. Fear right. Her. Exactly. And she's not, she's not. She's I would argue out of the, the four there that Anakin is the best trained Grogu being, you know, probably getting just. Yeah. Uh, youngling lessons. I would, I would almost put Ray and Luke and Ezra in the same category. I would even put Ezra higher. Actually, I would say that Ezra has had more, more formal training than either Ray or Luke Skywalker. I'm really hoping that, and this, not to get too far off in the weeds, but that's one element that I'm actually looking forward to, and I hope that it's explored. Is the ancient Jedi texts? They weren't really explored in the movies, other than she kept them in a drawer on the Falcon. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. presumably she's actually read them uh, and i'd like to see some of that get played out page turners they were not they were not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right well that night uh, the villagers all gather on the edge of the town armed with blasters ahsoka's father vows to find his daughter but then a ferocious roar alerts the villagers to the approaching saber cat the villagers raise their weapons uh, but the elder gontica stops them and as the cat enters the dimly lit street, baby Ahsoka clings to the beast's neck. Stopping a few feet away, the cat lowers its head, allowing Pavdi to retrieve Ahsoka. After raising its head, the two warriors acknowledge one another, 
and the great cat turns and is and walks back into the forest. <coughs> Excuse me. Nice. The villagers gather around Ahsoka and her parents. Pavti asks Gantika how this could happen, and staring at the child, the elder Togaruta declares that Ahsoka is Jedi. Fade to black. Yep. Well, it's a short episode. I think it was uh, uh, 18 minutes or something with credits. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. really, really short. Um, yeah. Uh, the the amount of stuff. I know we looked at this not that long ago, and we looked at it with like crazy amounts of detail. We sure did, yeah. But I really think, you know, like we, I really feel like I missed it the first time around, sort of that connection to uh, that connection to the force hmm. and uh, that connection to the line from her mom, the, hmm. you know, facing, face facing, death, yeah, don't fear. but it really does. I guess maybe it's because, like I said, having watched the other episodes so recently and, and having that reminder that Anakin talked about Ahsoka and how he knows how fearless she is you really get a better appreciation for where some of that's coming from and that yeah. it was this early in her life. It goes on to explain why she's always jumping in front of it. Yeah. To protect them. yeah. That's hey, super, right. super. Oh yeah. Right. Super cool moment anyway. Yeah. All right. That's it for me. Uh, I'm going to turn it over now. Uh, Hank, you're going to take us through uh, the yeah, next one. Uh, controls are over to you, sir. Excellent. Boom, boom, boom. Tales of the Jedi, episode five, or in the middle of the arc. Um, and I guess we're just jumping through her history here, right? Like, um, yeah, yeah, really, we are. And we uh, skip a few years there, but I would, I would argue that uh, these three are, are far more essential than some of the stuff we've covered already. Uh, just not, not that we haven't done our job and enjoyed every second of it. <laughs> just I still, and I'm going to, when we hit the end of the, the review series, like episode eight, I will be going like, what about these episodes? And then I'll yeah, have an extensive yeah. list for you all to consider. <laughs> Here's all the ones that Disney deemed not worthy. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, so episode five, practice makes perfect. Runtime of it's the shortest of all, even the Dooku episodes. Uh, a runtime without credits of nine minutes, seven seconds. Uh, we've got Saul, Saul Ruiz returning as director and of course written by Dave Filoni. I wrote my own synopsis and just like the uh, my sort of take on this episode, it's quite it's quite pithy. Uh, Anakin's toughest lessons bear fruit when Order 66 comes to fruition. All right. At the Jedi Temple, several Jedi masters gather to watch the Padawan Ahsoka Tano train against lightsaber remotes. She is highly skilled and beats the first wave of them effortlessly. Master Terra Sanube taps his cane on the floor and a second part of the exam begins. A ray, a ray shield envelops the young Padawan and phase two seeker droids drop from the ceiling armed with advanced blasters meant to simulate battle droids. Ahsoka, in a stunning display of agility and swordsmanship, eliminates the drones, barely breaking a sweat. But Anakin Skywalker is not impressed. What's the problem? Anakin thinks it's a lousy test, despite the fact that every Jedi must take it. He challenges her to a real test to see what she's learned. Frustrated, Ahsoka accepts. At a large empty hangar uh, by the clone barracks, Anakin has gathered several members of the 501st, including uh, Rex and Jesse. The test is nearly identical to the last, with the exception being that the clone troops will play the part of the remotes. Anakin believes that while droids are predictable, Ahsoka must be ready for anything. Stepping into the center of the circle of clones, she calmly ignites her single green saber as Skywalker instructs her to remain calm, think, 
Feel the intention of the trooper who will fire first, telling her she should be able to sense the moment before they even pull the trigger. Ahsoka deftly blocks the first few stun blasts, but is eventually felled by a shot, rending her into unconsciousness. It's so cruel. It it's it's unbelievably cruel. The more I watch, I must have watched it. Yeah, four it really or five is. Times. Um, and then you know, like I find Anakin's compassion in it. Uh, like I find, like I'll explain it in a second. But I find like my dad in this episode in a weird way. Like, oh really? Get super hard, right? But then your less the lessons are like, now you're tough enough to deal with life. Like a kung fu master. Almost. It's funny yeah. though. I mean, but like, does anybody actually see Obi Wan putting Anakin through this? Well, no. I I actually pictured, and this is completely off camera and headcanon and stuff, but I I picture Anakin putting himself through this. Interesting. Yeah. I, more. I think that's the only way that I can rationalize it is that I don't believe that the the student master relationship that he has with Obi Wan Kenobi. Would, it wouldn't have been through. necessary for him to train as a young man. There was no yeah. war. These are no. wartime measures. Yeah. He's making a soldier. Like, yeah. And he's protect. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's. It, I, I find it's it soldier. It's fascinating. <laughs> After an hour passes, Ahsoka finally regains consciousness. In a comedic but retrospectively heartbreaking moment, Jesse yells from the back, "Sorry, Commander!" After really tagging her, but her yeah. master is relentless and demands she go again. And again, and again, each time while evading a few blasts, she is stricken inert uh, by the keen, sharp shooting of the 501st's best. Regaining her senses once again, finally, the Padawan protests. This is ridiculous. The droids aren't half as good as Rex's men. And Anakin responds that that's the point. Look, I know this is tough, but I want it to be difficult. This is about life and death. And as your master, I'm responsible for you. The best way I can protect you is to teach you how to protect yourself. He picks up her fallen saber and hands it to her gently. If you can hold off Rex and the boys, you'll be ready for anything on the battlefield. Well, anything with a blaster at least. Are you ready? Ahsoka's demeanor changes. I believe she realizes that this brutal and painful test is coming from the deepest compassion that Anakin has for her. It really resonates as one of the few parenting moments the duo have. She is ready. This time, Ahsoka lasts much longer repealing the stun ray after stun ray and yet again she's tagged i think i counted eight times but i you get you just get like that's a montage i think it was yeah, far oh yeah. more than eight yeah, yeah. and then when there's a yeah. time jump it's it's it was eight that day <laughs> you know like this, i get the impression that this is a regular sort of uh now, do we think maybe anakin had a vision of this because this is right I, in the heart of when he was having his visions of padme so I thought and, that last time too, and maybe clouded, but something like it's so specific that he's yeah. like you, you got to take on Rex in the five zero first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very you know, life specific. or death, and wasn't the episode named Life or Death or Life and Death? Uh, uh, victory and Death. Victory, victory and Death. Victory and Death. Yeah. Yeah. Upon opening her eyes this time, Rex leans over her, handing her back her saber, saying, "Not bad. Took us five minutes to knock you out that time." She stands confident. I can do better. We see that perhaps a year or two has passed, and they are now in the hangar of a Venator, and Ahsoka is dual-wielding now. 
the boys open fire. The Padawan, endowed with a great deal more skill, turns aside their fire in an elegant dance of lightsaber prowess, her timing impeccable as her master watches from the background, almost smiling at her progress. She deflects all comers. That is until Rex pulls both blasters and fires. Turning towards him, eyes wide, she's hit squarely. She didn't see that coming. Oh, it's so painful still. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This time. And we just did. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Hank, but mm -hmm. we just did Victory and Death. And there yeah. is a, they've upped the density of clones in this scene exponentially. Exponentially. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot more guys There's there. A lot. Yeah. There was nine. I counted oh. before nine rows of nine. Yeah. Uh, plus Jesse in the front. There's a lot more there now. Yeah, there is, there is, certainly is. <laughs> uh, and it's the inverse, almost the inverse of the scene. The POV is mm, oh, completely yeah, yeah. different. Uh, this time, when we return to Ahsoka, uh, it's even further into the future. As Ahsoka and Rex walk down a dark hallway, sparks fall from the ceiling and klaxons blare. And we know we are, and we know we are painfully aboard the tribunal in its fine final moments as it's plunging towards the moon below mere minutes after Sidious enacted the nefarious order 66 they pause before the hangar door and Rex donning his helmet and quipping one final time let's hope all that training pays off he takes up position behind her drawing a weapon and as she places her hand upon her head the blast doors open there aligned against them her friends Rex's brothers the 332nd battalion of the grand army of the republic stand ready to execute their order Rex and Ahsoka step through the door, demanding they hold fire. Jesse barks into his calm. We've got the commander and Tano. Send all remaining units to my position. Anakin Skywalker's harshest lesson is about to become Ahsoka Tano's defining moment. The hangar door slams to black. Ugh. Wow. Like, watching it that close yep. uh, to victory and death, where it had been almost a year between them yeah. the last time it's like like it's genius writing first of all um you get the sense of like this is something he had in the margins of writing yeah Victory you would and death. So. yeah yeah i agree with that you, you know what i mean and then he went oh i have this opportunity to show and yeah. then the whole yeah. time you you watch Anakin's so cold in this episode. It gives a little smirk at the end, but he's so cold and he's so even when he explains it to her, she's she tries to find like the that fatherly nature in him, that protection and stuff. But oh yeah. When it's like when you actually realize that that's what saved her life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like everything was for this moment. It's just crazy deep, man. Wow. It sort of makes the uh, the sequence with Luke training with the remote and the Millennium Falcon look, you know, comical. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, shot, I got shot in the bum. Oh, shot, yeah, at twenty. <laughs> yeah. There's a what were you doing at fifteen? <laughs> at fifteen, you were still squeezing water out of the air. <laughs> so much like your father. Other than that, yeah. he would have whooped your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then said, "Do it again." You're and lucky again. there was only half of them. And again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. Heavy. And, and you know, I love the the little like uh you realize when you rewatch these that how much uh of that black humor that Rex uses to relieve our stress. 
Oh my gosh, uh, yeah, a lot. Like, and uh, you know, in it's those moments, very, too, very authentic soldier uh, mm. uh, type stuff. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it really is. I guess we're going to head on over to uh, the third episode. That's uh, Andy. You're going to take us to that one. Mm. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, Tales of the Jedi, season one, episode six, titled Resolve, originally aired October 26, 2022. Uh, synopsis reads A former Jedi is faced with the truth that they cannot be something they are not. And we open our episode in the twilight of uh, the Revenge of the Sith during the funeral for Padme. And it's Bail Organa that spots Ahsoka in the crowd, but only for a moment before she disappears. Bale manages to catch up with her walking down a long vacant hallway and he tells her she shouldn't have come here. There isn't anything that she could have done for either of them. Why risk it? And when she turns around and removes her hood, the amount of sadness on her face is just overwhelming. Mm. Think that she just came from burying how many clones? Yeah. And yeah, yeah she oh, quietly she, replies. As far she as she's concerned, so, uh, Anakin's dead. Yeah. Obi-Wan's yeah. dead. As far yeah. as she's concerned yeah yeah like that's all she needs to say she's lost so much at this point yeah like, exactly. god may master yeah. anakin the jedi order that will never have a chance now to be fixed yeah her clone troopers so many clone troopers and on top of the, that the galaxy is now hunting her but bail and uh, her are interrupted by an approaching patrol and he leads her off into the shadows and once again, when they're alone, he hands her a communicator citing if she needs anything to contact him with it. But she tries to hand it back, noting that she's tired of fighting. But before she can hand it back, the patrol is caught up and Ahsoka leaps to the roof above. And as the clones tell Bale, he's not allowed to be there. He tells them that it's easy to get lost with all that has happened. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But still, we have a duty, don't we? An obligation to uphold when we are able what do you mean, Star Wars? There's no talking in metaphor. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's he's backdoor like one of the main heroes of Star Wars. Yeah, he, he talks Kenobi and Ahsoka to going back into the fight. Without either of those things happening, Star Wars is so boring. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just uh, it really the is an unfair and yeah. yeah. wins. President of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love how he does this because these words, they're not for the troops. They're for Ahsoka. Right. And they land as he intended them to. So as the troopers escort Bale away, Ahsoka, she makes her escape in silence and she walks down the river towards the waiting Captain Rex and they depart Naboo. What I mean, it plays out some, now that we've got, uh, we've got Andor under our belts to sort of like chew on that and go, look at the, look at the uh, political, the maneuvering between Luth and, Mm -hmm. and mon in the shop and it's all veiled yeah you know right. it's it's very much like oh this is so much in the same vein yeah mm -hmm. like you can tell by the ship and stuff she's literally just come from burying uh, absolutely still oh, uh, yeah. rocking the y-wing yeah yeah but then we get our title card and uh it is uh again with the bronzed age type logo and yeah yeah stuff and it's the uh, cloud city at at dusk yeah look <laughs> that's kind of what it looks like then after an undisclosed amount of time we catch up with ahsoka working in a small farming community and she's harvesting crops doing her best to go undetected but when an overloaded cart threatens to kill one of the workers uh she uses the force without hesitation saving that villager but as the dust settles she realized she's just exposed herself 
and the villager she saved has seen her. Others come to rush and check on the villager, but she continues to look in Ahsoka's direction, and her brother takes notice of this, and uh, Ahsoka, she just kind of walks away and blends into the crowd. But later on, the girl, you know, still grateful, asks Ahsoka if she wants to join the rest for lunch. And we find out that she's going by the name Ashla, which we covered in the... uh, The Ashla and the Bogan. Yeah. And after some hesitation, she agrees and joins the group who are currently engaged in a discussion about the current Imperial quotas and how they're getting more difficult to meet each year. And as it turns out, the brother of the girl Ahsoka saved is a supporter of the Empire, noting that everybody welcomed them when they first arrived, but the Elder tells him not everybody welcomed them as warmly as you did. And they continue to argue about how Palpatine has brought peace to the galaxy, but he did so through persecution. And the brother insists that they're safe as long as they're loyal. But the elder insists no one is safe. And then the sister, while pouring some tea, suggests they are safe. But it's not because of the Empire, as she looks in Ahsoka's direction. And Ahsoka pauses on this. There are still people out in the galaxy that believe in what the Jedi originally stood for. Mm -hmm. But again, this remark causes the brother to shoot a sideways glance at Ahsoka. And... uh, you know, you get that vibe off him, right? You know, you know exactly what he's going to do. Yeah, he's that. He's a weasel. Yeah, <laughs> there's no other way to say it. Weasel. Yep. Just crony dopot, slamo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Later that evening, the sister tells Ahsoka that they have to deliver the crops in the morning. And when Ahsoka suggests that the path is dangerous, she asks if the brother is coming along. But the sister replies, "No, but we'll be safe." won't we master Jedi and dun, dun, dun. yeah, Ahsoka shuts her down saying you shouldn't say such things, but the sister insists she saw Ahsoka push her clear of the bales, but Ahsoka insists she's wrong. But the sister again continues to press asking why she didn't tell them. But Ahsoka says there's nothing to tell. And at this point, the sister kind of gets the hint and promises to, yeah, keep it it's not like secret. she's trying to hold up. Like I'm not a Jedi. She's doing the, I'm not a Jedi. I don't care what you saw. Yeah. Forget yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. And she finally says, okay, we'll keep the secret and I'll meet you at first light. And uh, she runs off leaving Ahsoka in the moonlight, but we find out the brother has been listening from the shadows. The next morning they get up and uh, the cart's all loaded and the elder tells them, be careful. But the sister shoots a glance again at Ahsoka and says, we'll be fine. They wave to the brother and they pull away and he calls out, may the force be with you. Uh, And Ahsoka knows that he knows as well. Like, oh, I'm in trouble now. Yep. Later that evening, they return having sold their crops for less than they got the year prior with the sister noting that the empire is bleeding them dry. But as they crest a hill, they look on in horror as the village is completely engulfed in flames. And as we pass through a burning village, we see slain villagers and destroyed droids and nothing good. A shadowy figure with a red lightsaber drags his blade through the dirt as he circles the last two survivors, the Elder and the Brother. And the Inquisitor, he raises his blade, questioning the whereabouts of the Jedi that the Brother reported. And the Brother, he swears she'll be back and that he should be rewarded for turning her in. But the Inquisitor cites, uh, you shouldn't be asking for Imperial favor for lying. Yeah. But behind them, Ahsoka calls out, he's not lying. And the Inquisitor turns and asks who she is. But Ahsoka just demands that the two villagers be let go. 
again, putting herself between the sister and the threat. Well, as much as she can. Yeah. The brother pleads that he wasn't lying, and here is the Jedi. And the Inquisitor agrees and moves behind the brother and offers him his reward, death. But Asorka force pushes the brother out of the way just in time, and this shifts the Inquisitor's focus squarely onto her. Uh, rightfully so. Yeah, and as he approaches, he recognizes her as Ahsoka Tano and notes that it will he be he who is rewarded. And Ahsoka, she just adjusts her stance, and for a moment, she clenches her fist. And then uh, as the Inquisitor approaches, she loosens her fist. And the battle here, it lasts only seconds. But <laughs> it's like the, uh, the final battle between Obi-Wan and, and Marl. Darth Marl, yeah. So yeah. fast. Yeah. It, it really is a striking battle. Like, she has no saber. No. And, no. you know, she dodges every strike attempt that until she sees her opening, grabs the hilt of his saber and yeah. deactivates it, which throws him off. And this motion allows her the opportunity to kick him back and uh, disarm him at the same time. But no motion is lost as she follows through, reigniting the blade and severing the Inquisitor's head. The head falls to the ground with a thud and the body collapses a moment later. The battle is done. The sister, furious with her brother's actions, rushes to his side, forces him to look at the result of his loyalty to the Empire, and he hangs his head in shame. As Ahsoka approaches, though, he lifts his head and cries that he's sorry. And Ahsoka replies, she knows he is, but they can't stay here because more will come. When an Inquisitor doesn't return, it basically confirms the location of a Jedi. I would think so. The sister <laughs> pleads that they have nothing and nowhere to go. And again, this gives Ahsoka a moment of pause. Morning after, though, among the still smoldering remains of the village, the brother, sister, and elder have gathered what few possessions they remain and a ship comes in for a landing. It's Bail Organa. He bids the villagers welcome aboard, and looking to Ahsoka, she hands him back the communicator, and he says that uh, he thought she might have lost it, and things in the galaxy have only gotten worse. And he pauses a moment and asks if she's ready to get back in the fight, and she closes her eyes here and really thinks on it, and after a moment, she opens her eyes with a steely glance and nods, yes. And then we cut to black. Crazy. There's so much between this and picking up again in in, uh, Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. You know, like, oh, (laughs) we can (laughs) do a whole series on that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Like she tried. She tried just to live a normal, you know, life out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, From the Empire. But it still came right to her doorstep. Either you guys ever read the Ahsoka novel? I have not. No. So you're aware, though, that should. it's fantastic. First of all, it's fantastic. Yeah. And for a long time, yep. that's basically all we knew about her after. Um, right. But it seems like, and the reason I bring it up now is because this, it seems like this uh, episode in particular, uh, the last episode, uh, not really because it could fit anywhere within that sort of the confines of that story, but certainly the version of the events of order 66 uh, yeah. are all different in what is considered a canon novel from. So I, I, I just was wondering like if you guys were privy to some of the changes and some of the things and whether you thought I only, which one trumps what, or I mean, some of them are reading semantic. online. Some of yeah. them are semantic. Like we're not sure which inquisitor that was, but 
in the novel it's the third brother and the third brother is that guy the nightcrawler handy guy. yeah yeah yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. so is this just a random kill for her because she certainly has two kyber crystals there that she can purify um, one for each in the novel it's, in the novel she's portrayed by a, a farmer and he destroys a village and that inquisitor comes to and she kills him and so it the story is very it tracks but the from a certain point of view yeah, sort of the details similar. are a little bit different. Yeah, and i'm wondering yeah, yeah. if they are playing with tales of the jedi uh, right right being a little bit like loosey-goosey well almost like this is a story that i've heard about i heard that Anakin Skywalker made Ahsoka dodge lightsaber, you know, like stun blasts 10 hours a day yeah, for yeah. three years or, you know, so I'm wondering if it's one of those things. Cause they did have two novels like that one. They haven't had the, the return of the Jedi novel. I don't believe yet, but I think those are questions that you could, you could really like, you could go nuts trying to figure yeah. that stuff out because I, I would weigh that against the other tales episodes, which are very solid, especially the last one. Right. When you're standing in the hangar, uh, now, mind you, the number of troops, maybe that is a, a like you say, an indicator the, the number of troops changes. So, right. you know, when you tell the story and it gets bigger. Yeah, it could be. It could be uh, like uh, Rex and the uh, 332nd uh, have. Well, the 332nd graves are legit, but there's a there's a false grave. And what I guess it would uh, maybe they repainted it, another helmet to look like his. But it's right. marked with his helmet there and it's on mandalore in the novel which oh, makes wow. things you know return the clones to mandalore oh wow yeah. you know yeah, yeah. um that's that's going right into legends right uh so thing, thing, things of that nature uh that are slightly different but i sure. i encourage everybody out there you guys too if you get a chance uh i think there's a an audio uh book version uh kicking around youtube uh, it's about the only the way I'm going to get through a book these days. Yeah, yeah I, I hear you. In the background. It's so awful to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anybody done that as a podcast? We can break it down. Huh? <laughs> a few episodes. Uh, this week, I'll have that answer for you guys of about Shakti and Alice Sakura. That oh, right. Because the new, the new issue will be out. I haven't been pulling my hair out for a comic in a long time. I need to know what right, the eh? is going on there. I had I had Alice Sakura's uh, six-inch Black Series figure in hand today thinking, Oh, she just came back in the comic books. Should I get this? <laughs> oh, yeah. And again, watch I put, I put it back. there last night. She yeah. goes down and she oh, goes yeah. down hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Back many oh, yeah. times. Yeah. But uh, Reva was stabbed twice with his lightsaber. True. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. No, man. The, the thing they did, the thing they did to Ayla Sakura is the thing that I, I'm yelling at the TV all the time. When somebody goes down, walk over put a few extra in them to make sure they yeah. stay down and yeah, the clones they, did that and then some yeah. they peppered oh. her yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah i am anxious to see how that plays out though like to have I'm two two characters anxious. that have you know well one has an on-screen death the other one has multiple multiple, <laughs> multiple deaths many platforms uh but wow, what a what a arc! Uh, it's not even an arc. It's no. I mean, three disjointed episodes that that lend some more sort of uh, insight, in yeah, that. to the mm. the character of Ahsoka. And yeah. God, they are, I think, especially having come off that Order sixty six arc, they are so much more rewarding mm. the second time around. Sure, yeah, I agree. 
you really get to see some meat on her bones, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And now yeah. we get to chew on, uh, star Wars rebels and that's going to be, uh, yeah, wait. that's going to be exciting. <laughs> if not a little yeah. intimidating, I know for me anyway, it's a dangerous right. dip into the pool because Isn't I, it I, though? I've been saying it for a long time. I would love to cover rebels wholesale. Yeah. 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 I think though uh, we we keep going the way we are. We keep it sort of uh, uh, light on plot and more on character development, and we just mm -hmm. sort of focus on that. I think it's going to be a great uh, next couple of episodes as we chew through some of the rebels stuff, mm -hmm. and then before you know it, um, the main event we're into August and it's it's game on. As, we were uh, supposed to get a new drama. trailer this weekend, and I seen one at least one content creator blaming Elon Musk's Twitter being down the reason we haven't gotten it already really twitter is the reason we don't release a movie trailer well i i'm not sure because I they, don't understand that. well because it's what the way they explained it the creator i, I can't sure, recall sure. their name the way they explained it was that it's the largest still the largest platform in terms of promoting stuff to to a really? fan base and that really? with that yeah apparently it's still the largest and with that down a huge like you're talking a billion people might not get it the way they would normally get their their content hmm. and they didn't want to write right, it right. so they they're rethinking the release plan now okay <laughs> that's what i i mean who knows what's real anymore but we're pretty I, late in the game now like, i mean and we're oh, like sunday I mean, night still haven't seen the trailer so <laughs> essence, right. essence fest whatever that is well just hang on a second now let's let me just while we're here, while we're still alive, finger magic. I'm just yeah. I'm gonna pull some finger magic here. That's I was about fan, to type finger fan magic. Why did you do that? Uh, Get your shop uh, T-shirt at uh, Fandom Power merch yeah, store. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have nothing. Uh, no. I, I just I, I typed a new Ahsoka trailer. I have nothing uh, no. in the last few hours. So still nothing. Still waiting. <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh, I'm really looking forward to doing the rebel stuff. I hope mm -hmm. uh, that there's enough meat, meat there for us to revisit it uh, in the future between other, uh, other shows uh, as we look forward to the continuing a live action Filoni verse mm -hmm. uh, as it plays out over the next couple of years leading up to our uh, live action movie. My God, maybe that'll be the first movie review we do. Oh, maybe the culmination Filoni verse movie true oh crazy. it might be i mean we've done everything else uh feloni related till now you know even though it i don't know if it's on the list the last episode of rebels i'd have to check the list again but if it sure. isn't we should take a brief moment to revisit and just do the, that one by itself the epilogue at least the epilogue in detail which is oh, very I, brief. yeah I'm, i'd be down for that yeah I'm totally down for that mm-hmm if you guys want to see something like that, let us know. You can hit us up in the uh, comments, of course, whatever platform you're uh, watching on. Love to hear from you guys. What do you think about uh, the three of us covering the epilogue from Star Wars Rebels as a standalone episode? A short one, but it'd be good. It'd be interesting to talk about. Yeah, we can always tack it on too. Especially putting it up against the uh, the that sequence in the marketing material mm -hmm. that we've seen so right. far. That'd be fun exactly. to look at. Exactly. Lots of fun to look at. As I said earlier, uh, do come back and hang out with us on Tuesday night when we uh, return with another episode of uh, Random Fandom. I've been following some stuff this week, so we got some updates to some stuff we talked about last week. Yes, we do. A lot of new stuff uh, to talk about this week. And like I said, I'm going to roll out a new feature on Tuesday, which I think is going to be uh, fun and kind of hilarious. Hopefully you guys think it is as well. 
if that's not your thing, do come back next Sunday as we, uh, my God, chapter or part, part, part seven. seven on We're our road there. to Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Got a few more. Got to figure out the, uh, the breakdown. I got to go back and look at my notes to see how the next couple of arcs uh, link together to figure out how we're going to handle the writing. But other than that, we will be back next week uh, and Tuesday night, of course. But until then, uh, you guys got anything else? Oh, man. I got nothing. I got nothing either. So I guess we'll see everybody later uh, for Fandom Power. My name is Wes. I'm Andy. And I'm Hank. We'll see everybody on the next one. Bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.